Star. Star. Yeah, yeah, y'all already know, y'all already know. Seven the pants, seven the pants. That dude fears on the fears on the feet. Yeah, yeah. We live in entertainment, entertainment. Sound change, sound change, sound change. Crown the king, crown the king, homie. This is where it get ill. About to have a tip off live as a tip drill. From the court to the diamond to the track to the big skin flying round the fields. Hard and five forever keeping it real. If it matters in the world of sports, world of sports, teams and all seeds, they taking no shorts. So hot the depot, oh, yes. These other sports podcasts live as a pro's course. This market wave is starting five goes off, goes off. No matter who you cheer for, emotions out the window. They analyzing with clear thoughts, clear thoughts. They take it way deeper than the boys ever for. No longer got any use for the four letters The latest news, score stats in the view from the sideline Ain't no guideline, it's just the truth, just the truth yeah. No need to dig for a part in line It's always in season if people start five, start five We going in on three, run the baseline, start five, get it. We got what you need, if the sports news you see We don't waste time, we talking cause we live it. We got what you need, yeah. we going in on three Run the baseline, start five, get it. We got what you need, what you need. And y'all know me, seven sign, I'm the illest cat speak. I got what you need, I got what you need, 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 what you need. This week, I'm gonna definitely say we usually always have what you need, but we giving y'all what we want to give y'all. We're taking y'all into the way back machine with us as we talk about some of our favorite shit. And I must say, before I say who I is, that Jamal has got the most interesting fucking TV list that I've ever seen. I don't remember none of the shit that he got up there. But when we, but when we get there, he's going to go in. But for now, it's me, your boy, the mayor, that DJ name H5, your mom's favorite fat guy from a cloudy Africa today. Not, it's, we're not in the deepest, darkest parts right now. You know, there is civilization around me. And you're back with the newest episode of Star 5. As always, QR code, top corner. Hit that bitch. Now, please. Uh, but yeah. We're going to take this back to the old school real quick because we got the old school veteran that still can't figure out how to work a camera with us. <laughs> JP, welcome back. For a few minutes, that is. And of course, try to bring JP in and can he hear? No. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Anyway, yeah, I told you I have a problem with the camera. I had to get it fixed. So that's that's the issue right now. But anyway, what's up, y'all? Glad to be back on here with y'all today. Good brothers. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, because he's not that far behind him, the light skinned (laughs) wonder of the world. Uh, (laughs) uh, Uh, but I'm not stuck on 3G like JP is, but oh, that's no, okay. And yes, I don't know if y'all can see this shirt. We represent the old school today. My favorite cartoon, the Herculoids, of course. That's what's up. Yeah, what's baby, up? I had to get that. I had to get that. So, love that show. So, yes, 
you know, me and JP were around when Hanna Barbera started everything. So, yes, <laughs> 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 so we're gonna we're gonna dig into crates today a little bit. I like this. This is gonna be fun. Yeah, man. And speaking of fun, Big O in the in the year nineteen ninety four, we were supposed to be looking like Wookies out here with black faces. <laughs> <laughs> yo, when I yo, it's your boy Big O. It's your boy Big O in the building. Yo, when I saw when I saw that that intro and heard, I was like, yo, get out of here. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, I mean, at the time, you know, 1994 seemed like seemed like so far ahead in the future. Oh, you know, really? like you, you was a kid, you're like, well, you know, it could happen. <laughs> now you look yeah. back, like, yo, really? 1994, what happened in 1994? You know. Yeah. But um, but now yo, this list, this list is 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 crazy. Yo, it's gonna it's gonna definitely bring back some memories. Gonna have a fun time today, man. And just reminiscing, you know. Yeah. Shout out to to Doom Boy. Um, that's another reason why I love I love I love this music because he always gave homage to to all the '80s and and '90s mm-hmm. and '70s cartoons, man. So it's gonna be fun. That's right. Where Jamal, like I said, the man with the most interesting list that we're gonna talk about later, but. What up? <laughs> What's up, y'all? Just chilling here on the Sunday morning. You know, I keep messing myself up with these Saturday nights, knowing I'm too old for the shit I'm doing. But <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to be here with y'all on a Sunday, as uh, <laughs> every Sunday to to chop it up with y'all. You know, can't wait to talk about the topics we got lined up for today. JP, man, always good to see you. Always good to hear you. Better to see you. (laughs) (laughs) Glad having you back, man. Thanks, brother. Thanks. Well, to remind y'all, we're going to be taking y'all in the Wayback Machine for this month of August. I mean, wow, shit. I'm in the Wayback Machine in my mind. Holy shit. And I can't even get high. That's that's, that's two months removed. Exactly. (laughs) This month of October leading us into J1 Con, we're going to take you back into the Wayback Machine. And I had to say that because I had to mention once again, J1 Con is coming November 4th to the 6th. We are in the building Blackfinity Gauntlet. Um, Like I mentioned, this year is going to be more fun than panel driven. You know, so I'm telling y'all now, any content creators, bring your business cards. Bring your QR codes, bring your merch, but please bring merch to share. Yes, we would love to support and buy each other's shit, but bring merch that you can hand out, you know. And we're just gonna have one big gathering, one big connection, and then Sunday is gonna be just a fun game day where we're just gonna be chopping it up, talking shit, and arguing over some shit in a fun manner. Blackfinity Gauntlet, J1 Con. I'll explain more details, as I said, as we go into the weeks. But be there. $40 for a weekend pass for a convention. As y'all heard the video last week, Jason explained it. He wanted to make this fun and affordable for the average family that can't afford the big cons. That's the exact reason why you need to support a convention like this one. This is one of those like made by the people for the people type conventions. So $40 for a whole weekend pass, even if you go for one day, some conventions ain't even 
they cost more than $40 for just one day. You get $50, $60, $100 in some cases for just one day of convention. You know what I'm saying? So get to that J1Con.com. Support, support, support. And come see our faces. We're going to be there in the building doing our usual one, two, one, two, having fun. But <clears throat> the lone sports topic for the day, which isn't even really sports, it's a mixture of sports, controversy, a little political pandering and standing off. And that is by way of your Washington, formerly Redskins, formerly football team, now commanders. There's reports that are alleging, and we have to say alleging, because even the Washington, I want, I, I like, I actually like saying Washington football team. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I mean, it, the commanders sound just as, you know, slave, slave owners as Redskin. <laughs> you know, it's like they went from slave to slave owners, from Redskin to commanders. It sounds from slave owner, but I digress. They're reporting that he has all the names and all the dirt about all the owners within the league because they're trying to, I believe, get him to sell or force him out. Yes. Yeah. Now, the way these reports have been conflicting is that they're more or less have a problem with the issue he's given behind creating a new stadium. That's the that's where the issue is being said. And excuse the background noise; these headphones pick up everything. But um, yeah, they're they're saying that the problem is with him is it's more of a there's there's an issue with him and how he's trying to go about building a new stadium, and it's not uh him trying to sell the team shit. And mm-hmm. still, he's coming out with the. I got cases on all you motherfuckers type, yeah. type vibe. Yep. Allegedly. They're alleging that he said these things. Because once again, and I'll repeat, even though everybody's talking like he did say these things, this organization is saying he did not say these things. But it's okay to have these conversations and speculation of, well, what if? And so that's the approach. We're not taking it as like the TV networks as a, this definitely happened. We're taking a, well, what if he did say it approach, TJ? So what, where I'm leaning towards tending to believe him, believing him is because the owners, if they wanted him out and get him the force to sell a team, they would have done it by now. You know what I'm saying? Now, the reason they haven't it's because some of them are shook. Because some of them do have dirt. I'm pretty sure 90% of them have dirt on them. Some way, some form, some shape, whatever. And they don't want to get that shit out because they don't want to have to deal with their that scrutiny in the public eye and possibly forced to give up their team publicly or, you know, have to lose control of their, their money that way. I understand these are billionaires and this is a toy for them, but this is a nice, sexy toy for them. You know what I'm saying? They could walk around saying, I own an NFL team. I write those guys checks. That's a it's big dog own, talk. I own some niggas. <laughs> yeah, for real. For real. But 
listen, reading the articles and stuff like that, these guys have serious power. So if they really wanted him out, he'd have been out by now. But your man has spoken privately to his confidants and people in his circle. He's like, nah, like Dan said, I got cases on all you motherfuckers Mm -hmm. from the top to the bottom. So come at me. I'm ready to air out all your dirty laundry. I'm going down. I'm taking all y'all with me. Every Mm -hmm. single last one of you bastards. And there was like, yo, chill, 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 Dan, chill. Damn, Daniel. Damn. <laughs> Damn. It ain't got to be Daniel. like that. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't got to be like that, dog. We was just fucking with you. You know what I'm saying? We just wanted to flinch. And so now. <laughs> yeah. All, all, all I was trying to say is, is you're, you're wearing the white vans again. <laughs> <laughs> See, it, it goes. That's not the problem. What the problem is, you know what I'm saying? It, or what had happened was, yeah, you know, man. all these. <laughs> Convenient excuses, so they like they backing off, and now nobody wants to touch him because he's very toxic. But he still controls a major part of the team, and he's gonna do what the hell he wants to do. They they they're setting up roadblocks that make his life more difficult. But I mean, at the end of the day, they can't remove this dude, and he doesn't mm-hmm. care because it's his toy, and he's taking a ball home, and nobody can, can be able to play when he comes back out. So. And either everybody's going to get their dirty laundry aired out or not. And they're going to let this shit try to sweep under the rug, but it's not going away. Yeah. You know, I I, I think about it, right? It, it gives, the whole shit gives off J. J. Edgar Hoover vibes, right? Because it's like, like we, like we say, he got cases of all these bitches. So it, it makes you wonder like, damn, what? What else is un- is under the rug? What what else is is behind the scenes that's going on that these owners don't want the public to know? Oh, please! You know? I want them to air them all out. I want it to be aired <laughs> out. <laughs> I'm, I'm worried. I'm, I'm I'm just dying to know at this point because I'm like, yo, damn, you got you got you have owners who who like straight misogynistic. You got owners mm-hmm. that are that are throwing games. You know what I'm saying? You, oh, I you mean, know, you know. You know, Brian Flores' lawyer team is watching this, like licking their lips, like, "Yeah, Ooh. come on, dogs, mm-hmm. come on, dogs, please, <laughs> please say something say, stupid." And I, I was gonna say, <laughs> licking their lips, LL Cool J style, but Brian word Brian Flores the, is from Brooklyn, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're definitely yeah. doing yeah. the Birdman, the Birdman hand rub, though, for real. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. So yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm just sitting back and I'm waiting. Because I know I know it's gonna come out, and that's the thing, JP. Is it's it's a we gotta wait and see. Like your famous words from back in the day on the show, we gotta wait and see because the 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 reports that Daniel Snyder allegedly has all this shit on these people is just alleged because they denied them already. They denied them, but of course that's what they're supposed to do on camera and on interview anyway. Whether it's true or not, they're supposed to deny it. Right, right. Um, hmm. It won't surprise me. It, it, this whole thing, if if, if if it ever comes out, will not surprise me on anything that, that we find out about these guys, man. You know, it, it won't at all. They were talking about racism and stuff. We already know how the, how the plantation politics go in the NFL. So it's nothing new there. Sexual misconduct, if it's, if it's allegedly in there, won't surprise us at all. So you know, this is what happens. This is this is what happens when you have can't say all, but this is what happens when you have old, powerful men. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Facts. Um, they're billionaires, and there's no bigger demographic on earth that feels they can do what the fuck they want to do, and the rules don't apply to them than billionaires. So there is so much deviancy and debauchery that is probably out there from what they do. And uh, Daniel Snyder is probably holding those motherfuckers hostage, doing the the whole Trump thing, where I'm going to take us all down. We're all good. We kind of lost the audio from Jamal real quick. Let's let the brother get it back real quick, and uh, we'll continue on. But, yeah, no, I I, I dig you on the – it feels like – My bad, y'all. There it is. So, yeah. This dude is using the, the, the Trump uh, tactic, you know, where he's going to take everybody down with him or he's going to spill he's going to spill uh, everyone's business out there. And there's bones. There's bones in them closets, especially with especially in the NFL. And the other thing is, you know, it's not only that is, you know, and I apologize for me not doing my research, but um, these guys are just team owners. They're actually more powerful and influential in their private lives than they are in the NFL, and who knows what kind of shit Daniel Snyder, who's one of the richest men in the country, what, 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 how far his tentacles reach where he can fuck people up outside of the NFL. So, right, uh, th- there's that, there's that part of it too. But I mean, it's a hard, it's you know, he's a horrible dude. It's a horribly run organization. We we know from the sto- the sidelines and the stories of, of what goes on uh, in Washington, and but you know, the the NFL has allowed that behavior to go on. And it's a the, the plantation owners run that league, and that's just the way it is. Yeah. What's What's interesting is Goodell trying to move, remove himself out of the whole situation. Like he wants no parts of this. He doesn't answer any questions about it. He's not trying to get caught up in it. I know they're his bosses and everything, and he gets paid handsomely to do what he does. One of the v- richest commissioner of all sports at mm-hmm. fifty five million dollars a year. Wow. 55 million a year. That's fucking bananas. That's right. To to walk the walk and talk the talk. You know what I'm saying? And hand out uh punishments as the owners see fit. Yeah, so true. so he's like, My name is Bennett and I ain't in it. You know, you want to talk that shit, you go talk it, take it to Washington, talk to Jerry Snyder, talk to the Tish and the Maris, you know, talk to these other owners. But you know, I I don't know what the hell's going on with Daniel's doing. You know, I'm just, you know, trying to run the league and keep the shield profitable. I think yeah. Roger knows too much, and Roger just don't want to have to answer no questions under oath if shit comes out. That's why he's well, he, well, he's gonna honestly, but but he did go in front of Congress and had to answer shit, and Goodell was pissed off about it because Snyder was on his yacht in the south of France while he had to testify. He was very pissed off about that. Mm-hmm. But once again, what are you going to do when they write your check? You're going to stand there and eat that shit, homie. For $55 million a year, I might say any fucking thing, too. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, I, I feel you on that. <laughs> I kind of feel you on that. I don't know. I don't know official. I don't I don't know where I would lean for real, for real. It's where your moral code it falls. You know what I'm saying? Your code right. of morality. How high or how low is the bar for you to say, right. hey, you know what? I got to step up and say something. But obviously, his bar is set pretty low so we've seen it in the past with with the Kaepernick situation and the blackballing and the Rooney rule bullshit that he still allows and all this other bullshit so his morality bars is 
fucking probably a limbo level with his badass knees. He's he's not getting that low. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. Well, you're thinking about shit like that, like the Rooney Rule was there before him, I believe, but he doesn't. He doesn't do. Nothing. He doesn't enforce he, it though. Yeah, he doesn't do nothing to help it along. They did expand it, but has it really shown? any change not really the way the way that's kind of played itself out is these good teams most of these good teams are teams with black coordinators but yet logic logic got a job logic got a job over everybody else in miami you know what i'm saying yeah that's the second that's the second time i said that joke and it hit niggas late as fuck (laughs) <laughs> but he's black yeah. I mean they've got the excuse that he's black you know what I'm saying but it is what it is but, you it's, know, it's, it's, yeah. I mean you can see it. how many black GMs are in the NFL but not, we're not even talking coaches mm. how many black GMs in the NFL how many black Are-you upper black? management player personnel you know or just you can just look up and down I mean the and and the nepotism that goes on in, in the NFL is retarded. Like it's crazy, you know. And it's all about who you know in that in that business. Legal and you don't have to know shit. Though, yeah, I, I understand that. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, so it's not going anywhere no time soon. No, well, so, that's why when you talk nepotism, I know it's sidebarring, but when you talk nepotism, that's why we always hear about the coaching tree. And right. Who's a branch off of such and such as coaching tree? Who are, people, who are the people that still get chances just because they were a branch off of, say, Belichick's tree, i.e. Josh McDaniels? How many chances Wait. has he gotten and then ends up running back home to daddy? Eight, after each <laughs> Man, don't get Yo, listen. Man, listen. Started on that in the in, in the in the game today, the Jets versus the Packers, the head coach. For the Packers is, is the is the brother of the Jets offensive coordinator or decent defensive coordinator today. That don't yeah. happen by accident. That's you how know what we, I'm saying. That's so, how we keep Wu Tang money all up in the family. <laughs> exactly. Big <laughs> <laughs> <Makes> facts. <laughs> you, know? you know what I'm saying? But while, while we while we're on the NFL before we transition to the main topic, which is I wanted to really this is I'm I'm more excited for the back end of this. Pause because I wanted to have fun. I just I'm more into having fun with this shit. And but we gotta talk about this shit, this 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 bullshit officiating again. Oh, mm. we gotta we gotta discuss Ooh, this. Book. That rough and, and, the and, and, and JP, I'm gonna let you talk first after I lead it in because one one half of your teams, the Raiders, mm-hmm. was was the first to what? experience. Tom Brady uh, getting his bullshit off. And that yes. is these rough in the passer calls that TJ just mentioned. They have been ridiculous over the past, th- just this last week. And now, like O said, when we, we was mentioning it in our group chat, O mentioned it. This is the result of Tua. Because it was looked at as they dropped the ball on Tua, allow, you know, the team, the officials, and allowing him to get back in the game. Uh, all to get knocked out eventually the next week. But um, the first uh, most egregious one just happened to have been Tom Brady. Dude got rolled up like a burrito 
and the defensive lineman put a blanket over him, tucked him in nicely. Tom Brady kicks him between the leg, but it was a roughing the passer call. Tom Brady kicks this motherfucker between the leg, and it was a roughing the passer call. Oh, peace to Conway Liddy. Uh, shout out to him. He's following. I I, I realized I got past uh, some of your comments, but he said, "How did how did Jones get rough in the passer when he had the ball?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, it was his quarterback sack. He was getting sacked, and he called the roughing the passer mm -hmm. as he was getting sacked. It was a normal sack. Well, the 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 call the call on the play. What what the, what the official said was that he put his body weight on him. You know, but that was the way the way Chris Jones fell. You know, there's no way he could he could have avoided that. Nope. Yeah, that was that was the one with the, I mean, the Chiefs game. The Chiefs game one. That was just even. Right. That, that was just as ridiculous as the first one, which was the Brady one. <clears throat> and to to only to only know that he got like a twenty three thousand dollar fine behind that. Was like absurd, JP. But like I said, I wanted you to go in on these first because Tuck Rule is your fault. <laughs> yeah, man, don't bring that Tuck Rule game up. <laughs> yeah, I'm still pissed off about that Tuck Rule stuff. But um, yeah, man, even I have to be objective. So I'm going to be objective. Yes, that was as a terrible call. As you could get against Chris Jones, and he recovered the ball too. That's that that that's another thing too. Um, the Tom Brady thing was when I saw it, I was like, "Wow, that's all you can say is wow." That's rougher the passer nowadays. I said, "Here we go again." It's yep. getting out of hand. I was watching the college football games yesterday. Same thing there. Rougher the couple rougher the, rougher the passer calls, but there was two calls yesterday they missed. Where dude hit Bryce Young from Alabama up in the jaw area. That's rough for the passer. But you would call this bull drive with the, with the other ones where dudes fall on top of them. That's regular that's football. I, I I just don't understand this. This rules committee is going to change this whole thing because okay, if we're gonna play this way, what about the other players? We're gonna protect them too. How many times do you see helmet to helmets with wide receivers and running backs getting hit with the helmets and stuff? So it's only applied to the quarterbacks? Right. So no, the they call them too. They call them. Everybody. They they definitely call those uh helmet to helmet hits. Yeah, that, I see that, that that I'll give it up. That they, they do get those right, even though, even though when you watch some of these helmet quote unquote helmet to helmet hits, they're in the motion of regular basic tackling. Mm. Wait and, a and, minute. And, it could be the, the wide receiver leading with his head to duck. And that a defensive part. player is already in his form to tackle him. So there's no way he can avoid that hit. TJ, they don't call that. And they, they don't. And those calls maybe five times a year out of yeah. the whole league, you might see it go on the offensive side. Because what are these motherfuckers taught when get that head down? Now, it's totally different nowadays. But, Jamal, you know it's it's get low. And get their head down, and keep it go. You know, keep it going. And you know, you got to counteract after that. Now you gotta. Now you gotta say, "Oh, excuse me, Mister Quarterback, I would like to take you down, please." 
May I? Like no, may the quarterbacks I? are gonna wear flags, Dan. The quarterbacks are gonna wear mm-hmm. flags like in flag football, and they just gotta Come yank the flag. <laughs> they said the mm-hmm. NFL is in shambles. <laughs> it's just like a knee-jerk reactions to everything to try and prevent another tour. Uh and the way they're trying to legislate, you know, um the league in terms of the action is ridiculous because what they're asking of these defensive players is bananas. They're asking them to defy physics in half the time, in half these calls. You know what I mean? It, it's garbage. You know, it's to the point now where, you know, you can't even pressure the quarterback. You can't even, you, you have to stop five yards before the quarterback. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's, just, it's ridiculous. Let me it's, just say this. Let me just say this. The Tua situation is on the Miami Dolphins, their medical staff, and the refs. It has yeah. nothing to do with roughing the passer. They yeah. let the man back on the field while he was still fucked up. That's the issue. That's the issue. Roughing the passer has nothing to do with it. He was already I'm, fucked up. I'm with you to a point. Because if he passed what they say is... The, the, the protocol. The, the, the protocol. Yes, thank you. The protocol that is necessary to get back on the field, and he passes that. He passed that. That that that. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. you're right. If you're he right. Passed, if he if this is the league's protocol, he passed it. That's it. You know. You're now. You're now, right. Now, oh, I would say like it. That's where the moral code would come in of. Nah, he's doing the stinky leg walking back to the field. Oh, like we we might have to we might have to put this man on ice real quick. You know what I'm saying? But if you pass protocol, you pass protocol. You know, maybe 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 the whole the protocols need to be revisited. That's you know, maybe maybe they need maybe they need you know to be more. It needs to be a lot more strict because. End of the day, you know, a quarter the, the player is always going to want to go back in, you know, and what would I don't I don't remember what was was uh, Miami up? No, they were losing. They were losing. So which which game you talking about? You talking about the, the uh, Cincinnati? I'm, tra- I'm talking about the Miami and uh, and Bills game. Yeah, they were down by like I think one or two points at that point in the game. Yeah, yeah, they were down. They were, I think they, yeah, I think they were down. Yeah, see, so it was, it was a, it was a close game. On top of that, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, we, we, the lead definitely has to do a better job with these protocols, and maybe you know, maybe it needs to be needs to be made public. But oh, this is something they should have been overprotective with from the jump. You're talking about a head trauma. You know what I'm saying? They should have yeah. been. It should have been more. It should have been overprotective and restrictive. Then they should have worked their way back down yes. to where it made sense. You understand but, what I'm saying? He you're dealing from, with a head case. Well, we, we, well, you're dealing with multiple. You're dealing with multiple head cases. Yeah. In this one. But, <laughs> but, 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 let me say this. But hold, on, hold on, JP, before you get into your little soliloquy about bashing the NFL. He came off the field saying it was a back injury. No, 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 no. Did he, did he say that? Did he say that? Or did, or did Miami say that? I, th- I, I thought he said, and then Miami cooperated, saying it was his back, not his head. But it oh, clearly that's when, looked when, like, yeah. But it clearly yeah. looked like that he was he he, he lost his noodle. 
Like he, yeah. he said, he said he, was he said it was a back injury. Yeah, he was he was trying to get the cobwebs out. You know, so you saw him do that on two two separate occasions. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, pause. We all got our back blown in some sort of a way that you you know what I'm saying that where this shit hurts, but it goes up your whole body. So I don't know, but the next week took his ass out. Once yeah. again, once again, in my opinion, in a tackle that looked normal. In it my was opinion. a normal tackle. Mo- momentum, yeah. momentum will swing a player and get you know. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the slams will happen, but. It's like what the fuck, like yo. I, I to be honest with y'all, I think the NFL might have to move to no pads because the one correlation behind all of this, and I like to bring up that AF seven AFL AF seven L league or whatever. You don't oh, hear tackle about football you don't hear about this injury shit when it comes to these cats not playing in pads. Yet the one correlation in football that always brings injury is the freaking equipment. Yeah. Excuse me. Well, nobody's head hunting in those leagues. No, but it's not. It's not a head hunting thing. How many injuries happen? With shoulders, with backs, with arms, because of the restriction and constriction of padding. But these guys ain't gonna know four, three, four, four, forty. JP, 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 JP. Six, five, two hundred seventy pounds. JP, you can run all of that, but it's still about the contact to the ground. It's still about the car crash that happens between plastic to plastic with foam that's supposed to, not even foam, airbags that's supposed to protect. But yet, that's what's giving that extra oomph to. Let the me brain. tell you something. You will try to hit somebody harder with equipment on than you do with equipment off. Right, because you think it's protecting you. Right, and you're going to lean right. into it way more than you do without equipment on. Because you but, think it's protecting. Because you're not going to. You're not trying to hurt yourself that way. You know what I'm saying? But I, I think I think that I think that y'all y'all leave one part out. You know. The fans love these love these these hard hits. We you know do. What I'm saying? We they, do. They they live for it. So so by you tell by you saying you know no pads, and you know they're not they're not going to go as hard. You know that's that's going to take away that's going to take away some part of the game. Yeah, I don't you know that, that people that people love. Oh no, there, there's the, I'm 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 shooting at the fucking Saturn right now with that type of statement. I'm not you know it ain't gonna happen. It ain't no, gonna, there's too it, much money not, involved. Way too not, much money involved. Exactly. It's not going to happen that way. But I'm mm. I, I'm just saying it it all depends on the hit, but also too the mentality is you think differently. The NFL yeah. go ahead. The, I was gonna say the NFL was honest from the jump, they wouldn't be in half the shit that they in. When that doctor from Nigeria came and talked about the CT in the beginning, what did they call him? A witch doctor. What the yep. hell? First of all, what kind of racial stereotype is that? Calling a man a witch, a witch doctor when 70% of your league is black. Yeah, That's well, a racist statement in itself. And like, you all, know, all, all, like all African doctors, like all doctors from Africa are in the witchcraft and shit. Well, JP, you know, you, JP, with that statement there, just to build on that, the uh, the world used to think that nurses and doctors were witches, period. Not just the witch doctor. I get the whole 
blackness, voodoo, blah, blah, blah about it. But they thought that doctors and nurses were witches. They called them, they used to call them baby eaters because of uh, those in those times abortions and things like that. So it's to, to hear it on him, it was like it was nothing new and it was sad. Because you're right, JP, is you're going to keep going. But you're totally right if they were on top of this shit. If they were on top, but instead what they were was, they do it to do everything else. They want to put a band-aid on everything. Something happens, oh, we got to do something. They, 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 they have a knee-jerk reaction to everything. If a player gets in trouble, oh, here we go. Because everything's about one thing and one thing only. Protect the brand at all cost or well, it's because you're protecting the brand because of the cost <laughs> because of that dollar that's why they're trying to protect everything and they think that mm-hmm. you, it's going to lose meanwhile if you do try to listen to the medical professionals which i'm sure they have now but again this is just a byproduct of a shortcoming you know this is a byproduct of a shortcoming of a little bit of ignorance because the Miami Dolphins team could have just been like, nah, chill. But then this is also a byproduct of, once again, I brought back Tom Brady. You can't hurt Captain America, even though he didn't get hurt. Your man, the got, league. your man got lullabied to sleep in that sack. But he was the aggressor. But he was the aggressor. And he didn't get called for shit on the field. He got penalized after. Exactly. Exactly, and it was funny because it kept the Bucks in to to lead them to the it, win. It, it turned their game around. Yes, it did. <clears throat> because Miami, I I mean, no, it was Atlanta. I was shocked that Atlanta was coming back. I almost turned the game off <coughs> like that, like that Super Bowl JP when you called me at halftime. Like, yo, it looked like you was right, and then you put the jinx on it. Little did we know, little did we know, JP was responsible for the Atlanta meltdown. Nah, I'm gonna be and Brady got hot. It was the jinx. The goat the got hot. What more, you know, it wasn't the me. The jinx of JP. <laughs> the jinx of JP. Yes, that's what it is. Being a Raiders fan gave us the tuck rule. Man, don't, Brady, even, Brady, I don't Brady. talk about nothing about the Raiders. Maybe, maybe, maybe he's not. the reason that maybe he's the reason the Sixers can't get out of the second round. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're not talking about that. You yeah, we're right. We're right. No, 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 no. We're getting off track here. We're getting off track here. We're getting off track. I know. Yep. Doc Rivers and James Harden. No, we got you on Christmas Day. But anyway, we're talking about that throughout that time. But I'm going to tell you right now, though, about those damn Raiders. I said it from the door. Josh McDaniels should have never been hired as a coach. Everybody from Bill Belichick's coaching tree has just about been a failure in the NFL. They should have hired Mike D'Antoni. No. Sits up here and goes for 
not doesn't go doesn't go for the doesn't go for the tie. He goes for two points, and Jacobson couldn't stop all night long. And you're gonna run a damn play downfield with the receivers definitely had a mix up on a fourth and one. Come on, man. Come on. To to tie this to circle back. They said Dan Snyder was the reason John Gruden got fired. He was the one that leaked the emails, the racist emails from John Gruden. It's not confirmed nor denied, but that's that's where that's going. So, yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna leave that hearsay right there. Say <laughs> allegedly, talk, Dan. Allegedly, allegedly. Dan. Thank you, thank you, because we allegedly. talked about it then. And we are not, as in wrestling speak, the dirt sheets. As we, <laughs> as we said, we talked we talked about it in the what if manner. Right. Uh, and yeah, man, I, I, NFL, to me, the best game in the world, football. They got a lot of cleaning up to do. Like JP mentioned, man, like they need to just admit their faults and just open up. And But they don't have to admit them to us, the public. We are not privy to none of that. We don't need to just do better. Mm-hmm. Just do better. Be, you know, I'm saying like the end racism, the end racism logos on the backs of the helmets has yet to it's, end racism. It's, huh. a, it's an oxymoron. <laughs> it's an oxymoron, especially in that league. Don't and mean it's, shit. It's, it has, it's, it's, it's comical. It hasn't, it hasn't ended racism yet. Um, Hispanic <laughs> Heritage Month, it seems like they forgot about that. Definitely because did Ron, because Ron Rivera is fucking stinking up the joint, making them look bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Riverboat <laughs> Ron, baby. Blaming the quarterback. That's it. The quarterback. Yeah, and I, I, <laughs> I, I know he wants to say <laughs> it was by accident, but everybody rags on my man Carson Wentz. But Carson Wentz, you know what? Pa- I, I, and we're gonna move off of this. I'm just gonna make this point, and we're gonna move off of this. Carson Wentz should have never showed his ass in being a mobile, get out of the pocket at any cost kind of quarterback back when he was with the Eagles when he had to, because he was making plays then. Now he's been with teams with little to no playmakers, with the exception of when he had a, uh, what's the name and uh, um, in 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 the in Indianapolis, the running back. That's about yeah. it. Oh, uh, John yeah. Stewart. No, yeah. not John Stewart. John. Yeah. Uh, Taylor, yes. Uh, Taylor, yeah, Taylor, Taylor, sorry. Yeah. So he he, he hasn't uh he hasn't had no playmakers to be the old quarterback that he was when he first started. And I Man. think people are still looking for that. I hate to bring up old shit. But it. The motherfucking Eagles should have kept motherfucking Nick Foles, like I said back then, and let this other dude walk. Because Nick Foles is not great. Outside the Eagles, but with that system with the Eagles, what he was doing, the evidence is there, man. It's he's a product of the system. He was excellent with them, man. And product I of the it, system. They had to give Carson a shot and they paid him all that money. But okay. We had Nick Foles twice. And mm-hmm. when Nick Foles did start, you couldn't have that man finish for you couldn't have that man for a whole season. We uh, uh, a lot of and this is just my opinion and my opinion only from an Eagles fan standpoint. Mm-hmm. Too many people put so much stock into Nick Foles because, like I said, he finished the food that Carson Wentz made. 
he finished the food that Carson Wentz made and did what he was supposed to do as a at the right time. As we all know, all you have to get, all you have to do is just get hot at the right time. And it's a wrap. Your Giants fans, mm-hmm. y'all know that better than anybody coming in as a sixth seed and not getting hot until you touch the playoffs and then went to Super Bowls. Off of defenses, off of mostly defensive play and lucky catches. You know what I'm saying? Y'all that was a that was a wild backhanded compliment right there. That was such a jab. That was such a jab. You gotta acknowledge it, but proceed. Go ahead. Talking about the jab. <laughs> no, but no. yeah, but no, that, he, that, he, he finished the food that Carson Wentz started. That Carson Wentz, he went out beginning of the season, he killed the meat, pause, he cooked the meat, he set the kitchen and the dinner table up, he seasoned it, he seasoned it, he broke a plate. He got kicked out the kitchen because he got hurt. Nick Foles said, ooh, look at all this deliciousness. No, Nick what? Foles said, set, set the oven to 400 degrees for how long? Right. Okay, right. we good. No, right, right. He, said, what? he said, what's the regular black folks temperature on the, on the stove? <laughs> you know, and that was it. But that was it. He made sure to finish. He made sure the food finished cooking. Served it up and finished the dinner. That's all. I think that that's the. I put it that way each and every time he comes up. But he was not a guy. Didn't he? When they let him walk, he went to your Bears, right, JP? Yeah. Yeah. And what did he? And what did he do there? He did. Don't matter there. What did he? That don't matter though. No, I. Nobody's doing anything. It don't matter there because it matters about the system he was in. Just like Carson Wentz left the Eagles and didn't do shit. But I I respect you on that. Yeah, yeah. Or or like or like Russell or like Russell Wilson leaving leaving Seattle. Dude, Nick Foles, <laughs> Nick Foles for some reason translated coach was Brad Children uh 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 translated that dude's offense into magic for some reason. And the, the, I, I thought I felt like they they should at least given him a shot to ride at, as the main chef. You know what I'm saying? Ah, uh, yeah, but with with you know, with you know, that last the, coach. The intangibles of this is the first round pick. You know, he got hurt. He lost his spot by injury, yada, yada, yada. There mm-hmm. is a future with this guy, which there could have been, but we offensively deteriorated around him. We did. We did. We was shit after that Super Bowl win with Carson yeah. Wentz at play because the wide receivers didn't get any better. The, better, the running backs that we had were eventually all gone. Like that whole Super Bowl mm-hmm. team offensively kind of deteriorated. You had that and wide receiver again, with the hands of stone. What was his name? Nelson. Um, no, Nelson Aguilar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Aguilar. Aguilar. <laughs> Aguilar. You know what I'm saying? Now he's in New England, you know, catching everything. Yeah. Catching everything. But it is what catching it is. Everything. But it, it is what it is when it comes to that. And I, I respect the opinion on the on, on Nick Foles because I get it. It looked great when it went down. You know, it looked great at that time. But when he did start, 
previous before that, and he wasn't it. He he was a great backup that could come in. He was like, a, so you saying, so you saying he, he was wasn't a, a good game manager, Dan? Like he wasn't a good and, game no, manager. No, I'm not. I'm not. I you know I hate that saying of game manager. <laughs> every shout out to my man Dizzle DJ from uh, the World Is Yours podcast. He had tried to argue me down from the point that I've and JP, you know I've made this point for years. Every fucking quarterback is a game manager. The quarterback's job is to manage the game. Some do more than others, but the you are the manager of that offense. Mm-hmm. Every quarterback is a game manager. I get that. Some players just do more. Some players shine more than others. But your job as a quarterback is to say, wide receiver, you're supposed to be here. And when it's two seconds, I'm throwing the ball to here. That's that's me telling the stock boy, go fill this hole on the shelf. Mm. Running back, back, I need you to bring up, I need you to go take this cardboard and bail this cardboard for me. You know what I'm saying? AKA, Mm -hmm. go go make this block on this on this fourth and ten that we need to get this pass off. Lyman, this is what you need to do. Receivers on the other side, tight end, this is what y'all need to do. Ready? And then Great. what happens? And what happens in a manage in a managerial role? You got all your pieces to make your store look great, but who gets all the credit? The man, quarterback. the man who gets the, the ball every the, every play. The manager. <laughs> <laughs> the manager. And then, and then after that, and then after that, it's the district manager who gets the credit. The head coach. Yeah, coach. Then the then when you win the Super Bowl, it's the CEOs and COOs who get the credit. The first ones. The owners. To the they, they on a golf course somewhere while you doing the while you doing the blood. While you do exactly. But that's what they're paying you for. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they're paying you to do your job. So, so did I not make this make sense? Yes, you did. <laughs> That's why I hate that because I I said like I said to the homies I said people use the term game manager as a derogatory statement to say that this person lacks skill here but does just enough to get you over the hump. I.e., what um what Brad Johnson did the Bucks first Super Bowl. I.e., right. what Trent Dilfer did. The freaking Ravens first Super Bowl. Yeah, don't forget Alex Smith too. Big game manager. But did he Alex Smith is better than both those guys he mentioned, though? Alex Smith is way better than both those guys he mentioned. Way better. But the point is, is Alex Smith still has to manage the game. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, all the GOATs still managed the game to get to where they needed to go. That's they all. didn't make the mistakes. Yeah, they didn't make the mistakes. Yeah, they didn't make the other mistakes. But people say game manager for the person that's just the serviceable quarterback, right? Not understanding that they are the man, just like how the middle linebacker is the defensive manager. He's your he's the assistant manager, right? If you want to call it, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That's the I point that he's I try to make. Yeah, right, right. Shift leader. What's up, Nick? <laughs> my my trash boy, trash boy number one, wrestling is trash podcast. Go follow us everywhere over there. 
Well, yeah, man, now it's time to we we got I didn't think the football talk was gonna last 50 minutes, but it did. Now it's time to have some mother flipping fun and just talk about our era or when we grew up. Mm. Some of us some of us grew up with uh, you know, running in the oh. street with, with tires and sticks, JP. <laughs> <laughs> you know. with- Drawing hey. stick figures on the concrete, you know what I'm saying? Yo, man. You know what, you know what JP? You know what, JP? I'm gonna give it to I'm gonna give it to you. You sold Jesus sandals, bro. I saw him get dressed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know how I y'all know how I say it. If you're if you're older than me by a day, you're old. So that's just that's just what it is. But we going back and talk about some of the old. Obviously, it's old, old as fuck. Where do y'all want to start? Y'all want to start with the toys or the TV? Toys first, start? man, because toys, toys is very first? nostalgic. Yeah, toys first, man. All right, who who wants to roll first? Who wants to talk about we whatever? I I, I know I mentioned five. We we might some of us might have less. We might have images for everything. We might not. So, uh, where, where do y'all want to start first? Peace to peace to the UWO, Brian, Kyle, Eddie. Peace to y'all, good brothers. Who wants to start first? Who wants to go with the toys first? I mean, let's, I can get let's, it. Let's lead it off with TJ. Fellow OG, fellow OG. (laughs) Yo, so I can remember in the late 70s, early 80s, my grandmother bought me like the Star Trek playset and it had like a life size Captain Kirk. I can't, I look, I scoured the internet trying to find this thing to send to Dan, but I can't find it nowhere, bro. And the shit was amazing. It had the whole bridge. It had the whole setup with the interaction, and Kirk was in his like his uh, his pea soup green uh, Trek shirt with the black pants and the boots. You had to you had to actually dress him. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't even dressed when you got him. <laughs> and shit. So you had to dress him, and it was the greatest toy I ever had. Between that and my pops bought me my first racetrack set, and for those that don't know, those racetrack sets were the shit back oh, in the yeah. days. Electronic oh, yeah. cars. On oh, a track, yeah. bro, and I could sit there for hours playing that shit. My shit had a little ramp with a paper ring of fire through that shit, and you could jump the ramp and through the yo. I remember, bro. I'm telling you, that shit sounded like them shits. Them shits was flames, bro. That shit was yeah, the I, best I, shit I, ever. I don't know about that shit. And remember, the <laughs> remember, remember, the, remember the racetracks though. That once they started to introduce when the cars could like skid around the turn, and so yes, they yes, s- they would swing on the little pin, and you'd have to fucking yes, yes. My 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 racetrack car had real rubber tires, bro. I had to change them shits. They came with a set, mm-hmm. a spare set. And if you if we went too fast, them shits would smoke. Like you could smell them. <laughs> this shit was wild, bro. And you made you feel authentic. It made you feel like you was a pit crew. The whole shit. Like it was it was dope. And then they got real crazy with it. You could put the racetrack up on the wall. The shit would go up and around the wall. Mm-hmm. And all kind of shit. It would do double circles, cyclone shit. And it was getting bananas with the racetrack sets. But man, that racetrack. Was was the shit, but the only thing is, it took up every inch of the living room in the house. 
and mom was not having that shit. Yeah, there you go. There yeah. you go, Dan. That <laughs> shit. Oh man, I would play that shit right now. Absolutely. I play that yes, shit. Sir. I would play this, that shit right now, this bro. Is, this is on Cole's website for sale. Is I, it? Like, yeah. Don't, wow. don't make me pull it. Don't don't make me pull the trigger, yo. <laughs> I remember though. I remember the joints. I, that was Jamal. We can't hear you. I remember the joints with the that was a big deal when they brought when they first brought the track that looped up and shot up the wall. Yep. Dude. That's yeah. 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 <laughs> but the thing is, like you could go underneath. Do you see the circle? It would circle around it. Yo, that yep. shit was crazy to us. And then some of them came with like the fiberglass that you had to put on the track. So if it hit the curb, it would hit up against the fiberglass to keep the car on the track because you hit the corner too hard. Yo, this shit was an engineering marvel right here, bro. I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Yo. Real designers probably, probably went to MIT after this, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But then my friends would come over and we add more tracks to it to make the shit like super big. Yeah. Yo, man. I remember. Yo, like bro. People would bring their cars like, over. People would bring their cars the over. didn't work because you yeah. had the same sets. Or yeah. Or oh, man. Power. The power didn't transfer through everywhere. Yeah, yo, it was it. real serious business, man. It was serious business mm -hmm. with those joints. Yeah, and, man. yo, you want to talk about hours of fun? If you have a kid that's between like four and like 14, you get them a racetrack, yo. They're mm -hmm. going to love that shit. Hands down. And, and you know, you, you think about it, right? That was like pre, you're talking still pre Atari 2600. Yes. Yeah, man. Yes. Man. Way before. Way before. Easily 70s when Tycho dropped, started dropping those joints. Yo, yep. the best shit ever, man. The best shit ever, man. Yo. And it didn't take a lot of electric power to run them shits. It didn't, man. No. It, all it took okay. was a living room space. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? How fast can your car go? How fast That's can true, your man. car go? And then you had the joints that oh, you, they, glow, they, they used to glow in the dark. The, oh, you turn off the lights, you, you B? Turn off the lights oh, and the joints glow, glow in the dark. They had the decals you put on the, uh, the, the uh, tracks. And those are all the Tyco joints. I don't know if y'all remember the competitor to Tyco, which was another company called TCR. And with TCRs, okay. TCRs, you, you could switch lanes. It wasn't slot. It was yes. slotless. Yes. Yeah. yes, 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 yes. And you could cut somebody off. You could Yo, cut somebody I, off. Yeah, I, remember, I, I remember the slot car when it had the that had the piece of track that crossed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, you talking about Yo, you just brought back some real. Woo. And that's actually on, that's one part of my list as well. But yeah, that's that. TJ, that's a great memory, man. Yo, man, the racetracks was my shit, bro. I I, I just remember spending hours upon hours. You didn't want to take that shit apart. You just felt bad, but you had to put that yeah. shit back up in the box, yo. Yeah, man. And that joint was like Legos too, because you were trying to design your own track. Yes. On the stuff you had, trying to design it a different way each time. Yeah. You go through like 45 minutes of work and you're down the last two tracks and all of a sudden they don't connect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo. You'd be frustrated, like, no, I was there. Where did I go wrong? <laughs> yeah. Awesome, yeah, man. But, awesome times in my childhood, man. I'm trying to, re I can't remember the name, but I forgot to damn. I wanted to buy it so bad. They came out maybe like five or six years ago where. They were slot car inspired, but it was on like a flat mat, and you controlled the cars via your phone with the app. Oh, I never seen that, but that's that sounds crazy. And that sounds I, crazy. I, I I'm going to find the name of this shit. I, I have to. 
because they, they it came out, it was maybe like $150 for the set, came with two cars and the flat mat, and you was able to pretty much play it from your phone and race the cars on the track. It was that's dope. Yo, it was fire. I, I, I wanted to get it so bad, but I didn't. I did. If I ever get a man cave, I might have to throw a racetrack on there, bro. Oh, for real. But you gotta remix it and make sure it goes around the whole joint. No, nah, I man, that's like that, five hundred dollars. <laughs> I wanted to do that with Hot Wheels tracks. Which I Hot Wheels tracks was on some yo, they was on some crack on back in the days. And I don't know what Mattel was doing back then, but they made some of the wildest ass tracks. Back really? then, and then kids were getting beat with the tracks later on because they, <laughs> <laughs> yo, them racetrack beats were memorable. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Yeah, <laughs> oh, what's your what's your what you looking like? Oh uh, man, you know it's funny. I I I I try to get get with my brothers because I'm like, damn, I don't remember none of no no type of. Cause we're talking like you know, like the obscure toys that you know, not not the regular GI Joe and Transformers. I'm like, fuck, I don't really. I'm, I'm no, we did have masks. I had I had a couple of masks. Uh, yeah, my figures. brother did too. Masks yeah, I had, go, I had the wag ass GoBots. You know <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, nah, man. Um, my brother had the uh, damn man, the Raven. The, um, the oh, big ass, Joe, uh, uh, plane, man. Up, up until a couple of years ago, we finally got rid of it. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Did you sell it? Nah, nah. It was, it went straight to the trash, man. Because oh, you know, you know it, it didn't have the um, it didn't have the uh, the two the two tail parts in the, in the back. Okay. Gotcha. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't have that part. You know, yeah. we that, that that part was long gone. The and, era um, we live in, the era we live in, somebody would have bought it just like that, though. Yeah, yeah. They would have it and they would have pieced it together. Yeah, they piece it together. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's. I I really I really uh dropped the ball on that one, man. I should I should have I should have held on to that one. Yeah, and yo, I still you know still have that um that Silverhawks clock bouncing around here. Yeah, you know, that I, was, I, uh, that was, yeah, that was dope. <laughs> I was looking. I was like, yo, goddamn, like this shit is this is this shit right here. I mean, we it hasn't worked in over thirty years, but. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's still from the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know I'm dating myself, but did anybody have like the speaking spell shits back in the day? Like the oh, first, yeah. like oh, yeah. the big yeah. digital yeah. joints. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Those shits yeah. was fire too, man. Yeah, man. Speaking spell. Some kids need that shit right now. I'm telling you. That right now. You know, you know, the toys change. Like we had, we, we had joints that was still interested in teaching, teaching, teaching you how to learn, man. Yeah. <laughs> now, like, woo. Yeah. Here's the clock that O was talking about. Crazy. Yeah. Man. You can get some money for that, bro. For yeah, for sure. Real. For sure. Yeah. That's a collector's item, man. Also, man, all you gotta do is change the batteries and the clock will start working. You good? <laughs> you know, I, I did no technological, that. no technology involved with that one. <laughs> I did not think it. I, you know, I'm, I'm gonna try to have the show. Yeah. You know, man, you get Yo, your C batteries or something. It's they got the, they got the same nine volt from 1988. <laughs> <laughs> it was all crusty. 
It's all like, crusted up and shit. <laughs> Damn. Oh, it's like it's right twice a day, motherfucker. It's all right. <laughs> Wake up, look at Yo. it like, shit, I'm late for school again. <laughs> but I really wanted back in the day was what some of those Star Wars toys, man, because I really wanted like an X-Wing fighter and like a TIE fighter. And none of my friends had none of them shits, but I only knew one kid um, that had that shit. I was at his house no. every day playing with them shits, bro. This the, Who's this Pops work for Hasbro? That's what's up. This should be the homie Brian. He said, growing up in Rhode Island, my stepdad used to work for Hasbro. And growing up, I had damn. Oh, yo. Damn. I would have lost, lost my mind, bro. Holy shit. <laughs> yo. That's crazy. Yo, he was he's really. He was easily the most popular kid in school, man. On the block, at least. <laughs> so like, on the block, Everybody knew who he was. Reading that, reading that made me say, "Yo, Brian never had to go steal a GI Joe from a Woolworths ever, <laughs> <laughs> ever." I never did that, but I knew people who always went in there to steal the new GI Joes until they put it behind the glass case. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, look what I found. Yeah. <laughs> he was just laying in the grass. <laughs> Yo, me, me and my cousin tried to, to boost Roadblock from GI Joe. Remember the big black ball dude, Roadblock? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the one we black tried to boost Roadblock from the Toys R Us over in Sheepshead Bay, and we got caught. And <laughs> dog, how about my mom whipped our ass right in the front in front of can't knock you for your effort, man. Your heart was there. Can we go into the car, please? <laughs> <laughs> JP, you had like the first Flintstone toys, right? I don't know. <laughs> if, I, if I did, you were right there with me. So. <laughs> I was going to say, Brian, Brian said, hold on, hold on, hold on. Brian said facts. I had all the board games, Mr. Potato Head, G.I. Joe. But G, G, uh, Jamal, you mentioned Roadblock, which reminded me of this joint right here. If y'all never seen these before. No, I'm home alone. Oh, those are dope. That's <laughs> crazy. Hey, Roblox, some stranger's bringing me a prize. A stranger, huh? <laughs> a stranger, huh? <laughs> Remember. Never tell anyone you're home alone and never give anyone your address. I'll say mom can't come to the phone. Smart thinking. Now I know. And knowing is half the battle. You know, <laughs> you, know you know what's fucked up? A white kid can't walk out. You, you know what's fucked up? A white kid can't run out to a bald black guy wearing fatigues right now. <laughs> half the preset would be on would be on top of him right now. <laughs> half the preset they have him in the chokehold. <laughs> you know. Everything. Uh, you live in this neighborhood. You live in this neighborhood, Roblox. Since when? Yo, there be squad cars yeah, coming yeah. from six yeah. directions, right? <laughs> Walking down the street like that, yo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo. Yeah, right. What about you, JP? Oh man, I can, man, it's been so many. I can remember. I'm trying to think of the first. Like TJ said though about the racetrack, the Tyco racetrack. Definitely that. I remember also having a mini car wash. Like, you know, I mean, this, these things had the, um, had oh, the, 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 the matchbox. Match 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 yeah. 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 
And they really washed the car. That was the dope shit. That's crazy. Yo, that's crazy. Yeah, JP. And of course, the electronic football set, man. That oh, yeah. That was oh, yeah. That was everything. I steal that thing 24 7, man. The first Game Boy. That was it. That was the yes, first sir. Game Boy no, right no, there. No, no, no. The no, not those. Yeah. The yeah, the electronic. No, no, no the one with the vibrating board. Oh, oh the vibrating yeah, 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 yeah. Damn, JP. Mm -hmm. man, wow, I you too. I remember back then, man, right? Used to be the, the Cowboys and Steelers. But you go through the Sears catalog, you can order any team you want. I remember ordering all the teams back then for that. It took like four, like a, what was it, two weeks to a month before you got it back then. Old used school to, shipping days. Every day, you used to check the mail every day to make sure. Yeah. What yeah. I did have, what I did have, I think my pops, he bought me an air hockey set. Like a, a real, a real air hockey set. Like I remember you, air hockey sets. Them shits was fire, yeah. Y'all are making me feel like I grew up real fortunate because I did have a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. I, I thought I didn't, but I did have a lot of shit. But JP, I was going to say, man, like you're not on TikTok, but the, there's a league out there of the of the electronic football. Really? Oh, word? These cats, yo, they, these cats really go in with this shit. Like it's, it's, it's hella interesting, but also confusing like, if you don't know the game. Like right. the way this shit sets up, like where you got a position in certain at a certain time, and then the you flick the ball and the ball's gotta hit the player if it hits the defense and stuff. Like it's it's so intricate that I could sit back and watch them, but I don't know if I'll play that. So they're that nice with it, like that, dude? Yeah, yeah it's a league. Wow. You know what we used to do? We used to line up everybody in the defense and in the offense to put the ball in the guy's hand, and then we then we hit the button and stuff. And your, your man used to run the wrong way sometimes. You'd be like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> now you can then start running around the circles and get hit. The game would be over. Man. Remember <laughs> you said that little thing on the side where you make sure you, you, they, they control the speed, whatever they did? You didn't know what you was getting, man. Wow. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Not so, at yeah, all. Yeah, I, I remember that. Also, well, of course, the Atari 2600, but I, don't, I think you're not talking about video. Well, that, that kind of a toy, right? No, no. Well, yeah, uh, well, I, I will not. Well, no, because we're no. going to do, but I, I have to say that I have a pieces that went to video game systems in my list, but the yeah. video game system, I, that's what I think we'll do video games next week. Okay. I think we'll yeah, do video yeah. games next week, but of course, yeah, that's you could talk about the Atari now. Yeah, man, Atari twenty six hundred. We still had them stick figures for football and basketball and stuff. Man, it used to be crazy. Dot Matrix, Dot yeah. Matrix characters, bro. I used to play Pitfall and that shit till early hours of the morning, bro. Damn, I just I remember Pitfall. Night, yep, used to play that, and man, night. Yeah, Night Driver. We. The screen would move and you would have the screen would stay straight and you have to move the joystick. Mm -hmm. It was all yeah. kind of crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Mars, tank Mars combat. Tank, tank yeah. combat. Tank, tank combat. Yeah. That's the, all I've those never, shits, bro. Pole position. Yes. Yars Revenge was a game that I always had. That was my was game, a, boy. 
There was another crazy game called Berserk, which was crazy. Berserk was crazy on Atari. And Asteroid, of course. Space Invaders. Yeah, Asteroid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was that that Astro Blast? Was one of them? Astro Blast, I think, was one of them. Maybe. Pretty much Missile Command, all them shit. Yeah, Missile Command. Yeah, I hated that game with a passion. (laughs) With a passion. Um. Yeah, and my my aunt bought me a t- my first tabletop. I had a tabletop, Qbert. Oh, yeah. Wow. What yeah. else you got, JP? Um, man, I'm gonna reach. Um, here's one for you. Six million dollar man. Yeah. Oh, Steve Ooh. Steve they they used to have a a um action figure for that. Yeah. Yeah. Like TJ said you dress it too and. The outfits they used to have back then. Remember, he had that, that one eye that you see every day. That mm-hmm. used to that one eye where you could look through the thing and see, like, through the room and stuff. It, it used to be crazy, man. Of course, that's, that's like one of my first memories. And also, I remember having a Dr. J action figure as well, where they had, of course, you know, you had the afro and everything. We also had the uniform, the blue Sixers uniform, the white Sixers uniform. Wow. Dress him into that, yeah. I remember, and yeah, little basketball used to come with it. Damn. You know what those toys did? They made you use your imagination, though. You could get stupid mm-hmm. creative yeah. with all yeah. that stuff, yes. man. You could take that shit left, yes, and and then you get your friends involved, and they open your world up to some whole other shit that you never even thought about. You know what I'm saying? Never mm-hmm. thought of, bro. That's why yeah. we got this shit we have today because of the kids of that generation. Not to, not, not to. Uh, to knock on them, generate not to knock on them, but yeah, right. You, you had to rely much more on your imagination. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. You know, so you would create all kinds of scenarios for your action figures, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, I have, I got a question for y'all, man. Yo, y'all, all right. So y'all know y'all y'all remember He Man and shit, right? Oh yeah, yeah of course. Any of y'all? Did- <laughs> Do any of y'all have Sun Man? No, oh, stop. <laughs> stop. I, I knew that's where you was going, bro. I knew you was going. The Woolworth special? Woolworth Sun Man? But do y'all know, do y'all know the story of Sun Man, though? No. I, I, did, I, I did not have a Sun Man, but I learned that story about Sun Man, I think on probably Quest Love's podcast from I forgot who mentioned it. But they said Sun Sun Man was based off of a a real person who create he created Sun Man, who he was a bouncer at the Latin Quarters. Word, get out of here! Word, yeah. Am I lying, Jamal? Am no, I- you're not. Yeah, yeah. That's the truth. That's the truth. Yeah. The Sun Man, the Sun Man toy. Let me pull it up now. Sun Yo, man. some Puerto Rican bouncer at the lack of it was a black dude. Wow. He created the toy based off of himself. And they and they actually have it a part of the masses of the universe now. Mm-hmm. Man was a genius. Man is oh, a genius. Yeah, I remember some man. All right, wow. He was a he he was a guy. Who was a bouncer at the Latin quarters. And that's how he but, saw himself too. And he made it. And, and, <laughs> and this, toy, this toy has become a cult classic. It has. I believe. 
Them wow. joints was heavy at Woolworths and consumers and KB. They, yeah, they, nobody they, wanted him. Because <laughs> everybody was getting Ram Man, Beast, Lockjaw. My cousin had all the other joints. Skeletor. If nobody knew who the fuck he was, <laughs> he wasn't in the cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> you see, Masters Universe they licensed them afterwards to get that to right. get that demographic. So when they first came out, it was just online, and they had no advertising or license yep. or, or, or anything like because, that. Because because it was all him. Yeah, he did all the legwork. He oh, went shit. out and got the toy made. He did. He everything. did yeah. that shit. Wow. Yeah. 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 Wow. Wow, good for I, never, him, I never knew that that he's that he's part of um Mass Universe now. Oh yeah, they they bought that back. He sold it. He sold it to them. Probably made a good penny off it at some point. Yes, he did. Yeah. Um, sold the rights to him, and um, yeah. Now that they they folded that into that Masters of the Universe canon. So 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 he's like so he's like Franklin from from Peanut. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> That was a poor analogy, but yeah. He had a good line, though, man. They kept his line, which is cool. So the man who <laughs> they need to do a movie about Franklin, the man who sits alone at Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Why was Pigpen sitting on top of everybody, but Franklin was sitting by himself. You already know why. You already know why. His name was Pig. His name was Pig Pen, yo. Yeah, that's the table, man. That's crazy. For Thanksgiving, they still look Pig Pen in the house. That Franklin showed up with yams, and everybody looking at him. And that and that speaks to exactly how the Trump Republicans was able to get the middle America rednecks. Hey, you dirty motherfuckers, at least you're not them. Yeah. <laughs> That's the analogy, down. yeah. Perfect analogy right there, boy. But Jamal, man, it's on you. And I, up, I got up? the I got the list. I got the videos and stuff for yours. Oh, cool, cool. So Piggybacking off of what, what TJ said about the Tyco, my joint was I had a racing set. I had an 18 racing set right, from Tyco. And that joint had the spin out, spin around where you can you can reverse and go the other way. And it was just oh, the shit, word? Yeah, man. It was the 18 van and I think uh, a cop car. Wow. And I didn't know you the, could go the other way. You could go the other you could spin out and go the other way, man. That's dope. Yep. There you go. Oh <laughs> shit. You see how fast they make them look? I mean, they yeah, really man. did go fast, but yeah, I remember them. Mm. Oh yeah, I was like, yo, I begged my pops for this, man. <laughs> I was like, yo, like every day, I would leave that that JC Penny Christmas catalog open with the page. That, <laughs> that right there, that part, I need is this. A, that part is a joy that these kids will never understand. Yes, catalog sir. shopping, boy. The, the big, thick Christmas catalog that was bigger than the freaking Bible. Yeah, mm -hmm. man. And you had your pages. That's you right. Your pages. Earmarks. I guess my father's Heavy. right here. You won't be able to hear him, but he knows. <laughs> he got what he's lying. <laughs> Like, man, I'm getting this. I'm them, getting this. them in the finger hut catalogs and shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, uh, that that was my joint. There was this. Other, I was big into sci-fi and robots and transformers. You know, I just, I lived in front of the TV 
You know, we mm-hmm. had some wild shit going on in the family when I was growing up. So television was the escape. I lived in front of the TV. So I was a sucker for anything coming coming out of Japan, especially robots, anything that transforms. So oh, had, so you like the um the uh, the Gundam wing shits. All that shit, yeah. So there's this shit right here, Charger Tron, right? <laughs> it came out. This was after the GoBots and, and during that whole GoBots Transformers Robotech phase. And the commercial was uh they 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 must have spent so much money on advertising. They showed this commercial like three times during an episode of Transformers for that whole <laughs> that whole fucking cartoon run from like three o'clock to five o'clock. You must yeah. have seen the Charger Tron commercial like like five times. I couldn't wait to get that shit, right? <laughs> I got Charger Tron for Christmas. I opened that shit up. Yeah, that shit was trash. <laughs> trash. <laughs> Yo, we were straight victims of advertising, bro. <laughs> that shit ain't do, do nothing but just, you hit a button and it shoots out and that's it, and then it stops. Oh, he was disappointed, bro. Man, I was, whew. I think I'm going to play with that shit Christmas night and that was it. <laughs> And then, so my other joint was, you know, I love stuff like Voltron or whatever. And Bandai had a whole host of of, of robots that that combined like that, like Voltron. Then the whole thing, this joint was called Dynaman. Um, and the, the cartoon was on Channel Thirty One back in the day, if y'all remember UHF, seeing some of them Japan animation, early Japan animation yeah. stuff. Yeah. But there was a whole universe of these Jaegers of co- different combining robots that just did this stuff. And Voltron, the vehicle Voltron, was modeled after this. Um, oh, shit, word? Yeah. Uh-huh. And I still have most of this upstairs. But I got this wow. in 1983. Um, wow. It was, it was crazy. It was, just, it was another one of them Japanese space odysseys, you know what I mean? With giant beasts being fought by giant robots. And they're still using that that same you know yeah. um, premise today. It still works. You yeah. Know? But mm-hmm. that one was a uh, Dynaman. Was, was Jamal? Did you have yeah. the that remote joint? It was it was like a it was like a it was a remote control. It was a remote control. And you would talk to it, and you'd be like, "Go left," and you would drive, and it would go oh, left. No, nah, I remember that. I didn't have it. You no. know what you, you know what I'm talking yeah, exactly about, right? About, yeah. Let me see if I can find that on YouTube. Yeah. Um, I remember that joint. Um, that was dope. That but, was dope. Mm-hmm. I can't remember that shit though. But yeah, man, I I was sucked into like I said, Robotech, Voltron, both the vehicle and the Lions Voltron, and then a lot of people forget the um, Voltron. Uh, the Vol- Voltron's teamed up for that episode. I don't know if y'all remember that. Right, right, right. Yeah, they did. And, wow. and that, wow. that that shit blew my mind. Yo, that was the height of that was the height of cartoonism, right there. That's back in the time when a cartoon got so dope they killed themselves with the best episode, like Transformers. <laughs> movie, killed Transformers, they couldn't go back after Transformers movie it was a wrap. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was yo, a wrap. Yo, you, yeah. Talk, yo, you, talk, you talk about that, right? Yo, remember, remember when Voltron, Wars. remember when Voltron switched out um, Sven and put in the princess? The princess yeah, yo, I was so yeah. heated, man. Everybody they did was, that. Right? Everybody they did that though. They did that after like I think the first six or seven episodes. Mm-hmm. Like it was yeah. quick. It it yeah. didn't it didn't take long because I remember when they put Voltron back on uh you on Netflix. I watched all of that shit so much so that my daughter dove in and she dove all the way into the new ones and surpassed what I stopped watching. Like mm-hmm. the new the new ones on Netflix was fire though. I know, but I stopped watching. Yeah. Okay, I, I personally stopped watching. She eats it all up now, but yeah, like I, I got into the rabbit hole of watching the OG one, and they switched the princess out for his friend, like first season, 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah quarter first quarter of the first. Yeah, nobody quarter. nobody was happy with that yeah. shit. Nobody yeah. was happy with that. Couldn't understand it, boy. Yeah. But these we didn't even know it. <laughs> I remember yeah. these for some remember reason. Remember these? Because it is. Yeah, so this is Black Star. So I had these figures. Black Star came out in 83, right? It dropped right when He-Man dropped. This is pre prior to G.I. Joe being big, when Master Universe was running shit. So they had Black Star, which... My pops only bought because he saw the name Blackstar. Thought it was supposed to be a light skinned black dude. So that's why we had it. <laughs> so that's why we had it. But Blackstar had the joint where it glow. You, you roll a switch in the back and it would glow in the dark. And they had a sword that would glow in the dark. And he had a. Oh. They, had, they also had a cartoon. It was a straight, you know, rip off of, of He Man model. A little bit of Dungeons and Dragons mixed in. You know, all all the same. And Black Star had had its moment for about one for about a, one TV season. Actually, not even TV season. From like September to December of like '83, Black Star had its moment, and then Master Universe just crushed it. <laughs> that was that was a wrap. But Black Star was another one of them joints that was you know KB Toy Store fabulous. Yeah, KB. Wow. So, KB and King's Ooh. Plaza was the spot, man. Boys <laughs> and hobbies. Mm. It was but and what was cool about KB was besides the fact that like that was almost like the discount toy center in some spots yeah. of the store. Yeah, they had they had some of the harder to find shit that Toys R Us. I was about yeah, I was about to say Dan, they had the shit that that Toys R Us never had, and mm -hmm. like why didn't Toys R Us have this? Because this shit was popping. Like they, did, they definitely. <laughs> <laughs> you would definitely find Sun Man at KB. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, oh, I, to, get in, to get into my joint, I, I mentioned this one last week, and I mentioned it, I bring it up again uh, because again, I, I went with toys and shit that I definitely had. Right. That I I know I had that. Mm -hmm. Nobody around me had that I, I'm I can almost guarantee. And one of them was this one is the Sky Commanders, which I'm trying to pull it up on. Oh, wow. Yeah, man. Wow, bro. Was dope. And I'm mad. I'm mad that I didn't find the picture that I told you I had of us trying to set it up. But this it was these joints. I had some of them. I couldn't. I know I had I remember that one this clearly back. But this show the, even had a cartoon that I think went one season. Yeah. Also. But this was also it, of the era. This was also of the era where every toy had a TV show. That's right. That's why it sold. Yeah. That's, yeah. Or, that's why it sold. Yeah. Or, or some shows were created first, then and then the, the toys TV, came and in. Then the yeah. Toy over, you know. So, yeah. But that, that was one of them. Um, the next one I mentioned last week when we were talking, um, let me get to it, was the the game Photon. Yeah, which which was uh again it was it predates Laser Tag, but everybody jumped on Laser Tag because the name Laser Tag. But this joint Photon was beyond revolutionary, and as I watched this mini documentary made about it, this was credited as the first Laser Tag game. As oh, it should have been, as it right. should have been. But yeah. this too also had a TV show. 
Oh Boston. man, that TV show! Oh god, it, damn. It, it, it was horrendous. <laughs> Yo, it looked like they shot that shit in like somebody in the back of a club in Long Island <laughs> with a smoke machine and some leftover costumes from Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> but ironically enough, Jamal. While, while I knew about these things, but it was great to, to relearn about them again. Photon, when it came out, people actually invested and created, well, I think the Photon company made Photon arenas. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. That you was able to go to and have right. parties. Yep. Team Red wow. versus Team Blue. Mm-hmm. And you could play it where you, you ran with the target on you and you shot the person, or you play as a team to go and hit the target. Yes, sir. And and that was the thing. And it was the three shots you're out. And but yeah, it they looked like straight like seedy underground fucking uh could have been a sex club type spot. <laughs> Dan, uh, not to cut you off. Dan, did you watch the documentary on Netflix Toys I Grew Up With? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yo, they brought back they brought back some toys I ain't never seen before some on half them shits. Absolutely. I definitely did. But do I remember him the show like that and what they did? No, because they kind of focused on certain things. But what they did right. focus on was this here. And this was right. I, got, I gotta give props that my brother had this, but of course, if it's in the house, we had it. And that's the power glove. <laughs> oh Boy. Nobody wow. around me had the power glove. I know that for yo, a fact. Less people My had cousin the power had glove this. than a robot, yo. Which, mm. which coming up next, and I'll, I'll talk about these two things at the same time. Coming up next is Rob the Robot. That's why I lumped these two together. We had the first version of the Nintendo Entertainment System that came with Rob the Robot. That literally his sole purpose was to help you play gyromite. So if you was a kid who played video game, you know, you was the only child with a Nintendo system, you had a friend to play with. But motherfucker, that shit was so difficult to get set up to work. I might have seen it work four or five times in my house. (laughs) Literally ever. That's how hard it was to get Rob the Robot to work properly to assist in the video games. And when it worked with gyromite was... If you gave it the second controller as you were the first controller in Gyromite, you would Rob would be there to open the pistons that you could get through the level. If that's all Gyromite was, is you was like a fat a fat guy with white hair, and you had to run through levels. I guess he was a plumber, but you had to run through levels that had pipes, red and blue pipes, but they had to be opened up in in like an order to be able to get through the level. Mm. And, and Rob the Robot was supposed to help you do that. Also, it came with a top. Yes. And mm-hmm. it, wasn't, it was Gyromite was the game. I'm sorry. I, that's, I don't know what I said, but the game is Gyromite. It came with a top that you could set it in its hands and it, it would spin. And that's, no, that's what it was. For the game Gyromite, which was the, the thing with the pistons. I don't know what game I said first. I don't you know said Gyromite. I, you I said Gyromite. My bad. You said Jeremiah. I, I'm I'm off, but you would use the top, and the top he would pick up the top while it was spinning and put it on the thing so it on to open the pistons. 
Yes. It wasn't in the control. The, two, yeah. the Putting the control in his hands was supposed to control something else, which was, again, and this was some shit that just worked with beaming and bouncing off the television. No sensors, no extra hookups, no nothing. It was right. the eyes was the tran the transmitters, and it would beam and bounce shit off the TV, which reminds me of so many other games out there. Because when you think of phaser games, remember all them joints that used to have VHSs, and you and, but would have a gun, and you was able to play and shoot the TV. Oh, Captain yes. Power. Yes. Captain Power. Yes. Yes. I didn't have any of those, but there was mad games like that. Like, Dan, the then was just so crazy. I don't know if you remember, but Channel Eleven used to have an interactive game where you would you would play something. The kid would call in and he'd be like, "Picks." You remember? No. You remember yeah, what O said last week? <laughs> I, we played the commercial on here. I didn't remember that shit for nothing. <laughs> yo, yo, that shit I had to go to real. my older brother to remember. I, I couldn't remember that shit either. Yo, that shit was real, bro. You tried to call in every fucking day to get on that shit. Yeah. And <laughs> to no avail, bro. To no avail. <laughs> oh my God. Interactive TV back then was this shit. For real. And I'm trying to. Oh, the last one was a toy that Jamal brought up. And it was visionaries. Oh, yeah. I, rem I because I remember having a couple of them, and I liked them because they were kind of like, like they were of the era where like you had those toys that were in like clans, and you tried to collect them all. And the visionaries had like the shields on their chests, where on the toys they were like hologram uh, paper, hologram plastic. And you know, you'd hit them in the light and see like the lion, like rah, rah, go back. Mm. Some of them had fire, some of them were water. Uh, but like they were of like the time where, like, remember, like muscles, the muscles had like uh, different clans and shit. Jesus. Like they were, here we go, visionaries, knights of the magic light. Let me, uh, let me see. Yeah, I got the commercial right here after this ad plays on YouTube. Yo, they used to hype these commercials up something crazy for you to get these toys, man. Really? Then, shout out to the marketing departments because, yo, <laughs> they knew they they knew hit to hit all the right buttons for you to the buy. Commercials was ridiculous. They got the best animation to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the marketing was ridiculous. These were the visionaries. Because I remember, because I believe we had that one. I know we had that one with the shield. Yeah. Yeah. With the staff with the shield on it, like mm -hmm. yeah, but this yeah, shit was cool. This shit would get me now, <laughs> for real. Which yeah. leads us into the TV aspect. Now I'm gonna lay out on this one because I chose to run with toys. I didn't choose to run with TV, but everybody kind of chimed in with a little bit of something from the television aspect of things. And uh, the number one we'll start off with. If I can get back to the playlist I created. Oh no, well, it was this one. And I know we all kind of uh all kind of had something to say about this joint. Thunder the Barbarian. Ooh. Now, I have to play the audio. 1994. I had to play the audio because Thundar, the mm. just listen to the year, people. Year 1994. Mm -hmm. 
From out of space comes a runaway planet, hurtling between the Earth and the Moon, unleashing cosmic destruction. <laughs> Man's civilization is cast in ruin. Crazy. Yes, sir. 2,000 <laughs> years later, Earth is reborn. A strange rises from the old. A world of savagery, super science, and sorcery. But one man bursts his bonds to fight for justice. A blonde white man with a bob cut. <laughs> he pits his strength, his courage, and his fabulous sun sword against the forces of evil. And that was supposed to be black people. Thundar <laughs> was that shit. Yo, can yeah. I just say they used real life orchestras for these cartoons back in the day? Bro, the music was in. real, bro. They went in, man. They had orchestras, they had whole choirs. <laughs> the soundtracks were real. Yo, Thunder, Thunder only lasted one season, though? It was a Saturday morning. It was a Saturday morning cartoon. It, it might have lasted maybe two seasons. It wasn't yeah. on for long. Wow. Yeah, it's because like of Herculoids, like, baby. It's the Herculoids, when to, baby. When we get to Jamal's <laughs> list, man, like, I'm sure most of these shits didn't really last a season, but they were hard. They, man, listen. But shit like this. But yeah, the Herculoids was another one with uh, they, they, they were dope, too. And it was crazy about them was like they lived in syndication. Yeah. Yes, these yes. live the syndication. So it's yes. like every Saturday or Sunday morning, you knew you was going to see these shits. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. You knew Absolutely. You know? I mean, TJ, you're wearing the shirt. I mean, you see Gloop and Gleep right there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Listen. Listen, Thunder. I mean, uh, the Herculoids were the shit, man. I mean, like that, that, that freaking Triceratops shit. That was dope. Yeah, with the right. Yeah, like they, they, they definitely brought family values together because it was like the mother, the father, the kids. So they were all fighting as a family. The little kids was no, the kid was no joke either. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. they really got it in. They really got it in. There was an episode where I think it got introduced because of Space Ghost. He landed on the planet. Mm-hmm. And he didn't know who these people were, and they were wearing, they were whipping his ass for like a hot minute. Yep. And he was like, "Yo, chill, let's be friends. I'm on the same side. I'm trying to help mm-hmm. y'all." And then they became, it, it was like a Marvel team up type shit. Mm-hmm. But the Herculoids, you didn't want to fuck with that family, bro. You did not want to fuck with that family. You know, yo, look, look at that now, boy. Thunder the Barbarian was a complete rip off of the Herculoids. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Drink rip off. But when you licensing. You look at from the man from the Herculoids, you look at Thunder, you look at He Man. What was it with the muscular white dudes with the fucking the characters? They, like, they, they didn't exist in real life, Dan. They're like Greek gods and shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> the haircut is the nice. haircut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the haircut was bad. I mean, they didn't have barbers back then. I mean, so that's what did you what you got. <laughs> Nobody knew what a crew cut or, or you know, a, a half moon fade Caesar was. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, yeah, the, the first show I, I picked Battlestar Galactica right there. Wow. Yo, that was my shit, bro. That was my shit. Because it was 
it was almost like watching Star Wars all over again, but it was a really good TV show. And um, the reason they canceled it, it was going up against another show at the same time, and they couldn't compete at the same time. And people were like clamoring for the show to come back. And they were just like, it was too, I think ABC, it was like, nah, it just costs too much money. The fight was like, yo, just move this shit to, instead of Sunday night, move it to like Thursday or Wednesday night. You know what I'm saying? People would still rock with that show, but they they just let that shit die in the embers. And then it came back a few times uh, in the 2000s. So, and they brought it back as a series like that. But the original shit was crazy with the Cylons and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Love that show. Love that show. But that dude in the middle, I don't remember his name. Lauren Green. That motherfucker played in like every like Jesus film and shit like that back in the day too, right? This dude was like the original cowboy. Yeah, mad western. Yes, sir. Mad westerns. Yeah. Lauren Green was a heavyweight that's, back in the day. That's what it Yo, was. Isn't that, isn't that face from from eighteen too? Yes, yes, that's yeah. him. That's him. Yeah, that's, that's Dirk him. Benedict. Uh, yes. Dirk Benedict, that's his name. Yeah, Dirk Benedict. That, that is the most waste name. <laughs> Next time I go to a hotel, I'm signing it as Dirk Benedict. <laughs> oh, Street Hawk was another one. That shit lasted literally like a season, like from like fall to winter. It was this dude. <laughs> Who could ride a bike mad fast and he was a vigilante at night. It was a ripoff of like Night Rider on a street bike, basically. And um I liked it a lot, but that shit died. I think I was on Fox uh for a hot minute and I was like, yo, what happened to it? And it was like they never brought it back. But it was a dope show. I thought it was a cool ass show. But it was it was a it was a blip. Manimal. Anybody uh-huh. watch this? Yeah. This was yeah. on UNO's list. <laughs> Manimal. Manimal. Manimal was a, like a takeoff of like Beastmaster, but it was like in modern times and shit. And the dude oh. could turn into any animal he, he wanted to fight crime. The shit was wild. But Manimal was a dope show. I love that shit. Another early 80s, mid to 80s, late 80s, early 90s type show. Yeah. Oh, what else? Because you kind of was, I, when you was typing, oh, you had some of the same joints, so what others did you have that wasn't yeah. uh, in connection with TJ's? All right, so I had I had Manimals. Um, I had Auto One. Auto One probably I checked it lasted. It had thirteen episodes, and I don't even think they aired all of them. It was, <laughs> it was that bad. It was Auto Man and Cursor. So it was like, oh, yes, yeah, so he was he was kind of a ripoff of a uh, of Night Rider because it, you know had the. Uh, had the the, uh, no, they didn't have the car, but it had like a like a computer talking to him, helping him out through the show and shit. Right. Mm. Um. Uh, yo, another show, another show that I didn't have, I didn't put on the um, on the uh, on the um, in a in a group chat. Um, Max Headroom. Y'all remember Max Ooh, Headroom? Yes. <laughs> How could yo. you forget? <laughs> coke, coke. He, uh, uh, he was a coke phenomenon for for a minute. Yeah, yep. Yeah. People walk around with Max Headroom t-shirts. I remember that. That's crazy. <laughs> yes. He was, was the thing. first AI. He was the first AI before that uh that AI rapper that just got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Max Headroom was the shit. I forgot the name of the actor who played him because he's a famous dude. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was known. He was known. Um, damn. What else? What else did I have? Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Trying to find your list. I'm trying to get Jamal's list together as we go on. Jamal, Jamal's list is just sheer insanity. Like <laughs> I've, I've, I've never heard of any of the shits that he's going to talk about. Today. <laughs> well, while always looking. We'll start getting into Jamal's list. So unless JP, do you have any shows that you remember that went on for like one season that were like rare classics? Yeah, like Jesus Walks. <laughs> <laughs> if you see Jesus Walks, you there giving him the wine. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yo, man. Um, G, uh, JP, what Charlie Chaplin comedy did you watch? Like, man, I, <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about Charlie Chaplin. You know about that, though? How do you know about it? You tell me. You, you tell me about Charlie Chaplin. The only time I heard about Charlie Chaplin was Michael Jackson mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um damn. I remember earliest cartoon I remember not really was it was, oh of course you know what I have one but it lasted a while it was the super friends of course but I do remember one where it was a cartoon slash TV show called Shazam and the Mighty Isis. Yes. Back in the day. I think that played I, on that played on CBS. Yeah, did it last like for a season? A season? I don't know. They they left that shit on like at the last thing you could watch. If all the cartoons is over, you just turn to that shit. You, you would watch that. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the one I can. That's the earliest one I can remember as far as that goes. Of course, you know the classic ones, Scooby Doo, and all the rest. But those are the only ones I can really think of. Yo, y'all, TV y'all, shows. Y'all remember, y'all, remember, y'all remember Davy and Goliath and Goliath? Mm-mm. The TV show? Yeah, Davy and Goliath. The claymation. No. The uh the little boy and the dog. <laughs> no. That came, oh that used yes. to come on Sunday mornings, right? Yes. No, nah, it would come on like Saturday morning, like at seven like seven a.m. Oh. Because I'm no. remembering I'm remembering the joints that uh like the fucking almost like the Mormon cartoons that used to come on Saturday mornings. Mormon. It was, it was, it was, it was like that. It was like that. It was like a Christian. It, yeah. they, you know, they never, I don't know if they ever like mentioned God or whatever, but it was no, like, it was man. like, it was like, like watching the peanuts. Like, well, no, it was, it was more, it was more Christian like than watching peanuts. Sam, Dave and Goliath were straight up funded by the Church of Latter day Saints. It was straight up Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> they were straight up Mormon. They 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 got some money together and they paid the company that made Gumby to put these, yes. these things yes. on. Yes. Wow. Yeah. It was violent. It was Gumby. Oh, you know it was violent. It was what violent I- as fuck though. You know, like the dude was slinging rocks all over the place. There's, like, there's one that there's I, I yeah. There's one that I always remember from Sunday mornings was 
It was that the one with the little boy that lived on the planet by himself. What was that one? The Little Prince? I think so. I think that Little was Prince, it. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. Speaking, of, speaking of which, puppies. do you remember the Thunderbirds? They were all like puppets and shit like yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That the Thunderbirds. Creepy, that shit was crazy. It was scary looking too because them puppets were not looking like nah. right. It was wild. <laughs> there was they some action like, involved from that shit. They, look, they, they all look like that guy from Battlestar Galactica. I'll tell you another one I remember too Johnny Quest. Oh, yeah. Yes. yes. Johnny, Johnny Quest is goaded. Like, that's, that's, that's not even a rare one. That's, that's a. You you better watch that shit in your life. Yeah, get some haji in your life. You know what I'm saying? Yo, haji, you know well, what? I don't know if they can make haji now. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if you want to watch Johnny Quest, down, what does Sim Sim Salabim mean? Yo, <laughs> yo, yo, I rewatched that whole series on HBO Max. You can watch Johnny Quest on HBO Max, and they actually do the introduction of Haji. How they picked him up off the streets of India and shit, and they adopted him. Yo, it was wild as fuck, bro. Yo, wild yo, as fuck. Yo, yo, I tell you another cartoon they couldn't do neither of them more. Remember Speedy Gonzalez? Remember? Oh, yeah. I know that. You're bringing up the obvious goaded type stuff, man. All those, all, most of Hanna-Barbera's. You know what? Next week, next week, next week, y'all, we're going to do video games and the shit they can't bring back on TV. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. obviously, obviously, the easiest and the number one answer to this is what's the names? Um, fucking uh, the Pepe movie. Le Pew. No, in womanizer. I was, I was, I was definitely gonna say Pepe Le Pew, boy. Blazing Saddles is what. Oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah. Blazing Saddles Ooh. is the obvious. They can never bring that back. Classic no. movie. I don't but, think they can do any Mel Brooks shit, bro. <laughs> but we're gonna get into Jamal's list. I pulled up I pulled up one so far. Again, right. this joint right here. I I you know what I saw this. I didn't know what the hell it was. Yeah. <laughs> So the dog got a patch? Yeah. can't say shit about that, bro. <laughs> Yo, wow. the dog is still alive. I remember that. You remember this joint, was, was this what? a rip off of Indiana Jones? It was it was it was following exact right after Indiana Jones hit this show came out and tried to recapture that magic. And Matthew Stone. Yep. This dude was a uh, a cargo pilot in the South Pacific. He traveled with his drunk uh you know a drunk um a co-pilot, that one-eyed dog named Jack, and they would go on these adventures and stuff. Um and they had a a, a female um interest in the show uh who was supposed to be a US spy and a priest that used to that used to um travel with them and the priest would bang all the ladies everywhere they go and it turned Son. out right? it turns out the priest the priest was a Nazi spy 
<laughs> of course he was. So let me tell you a story about a, a guy with a patch-eyed dog and a priest that walks in a bar. <laughs> uh, that show barely made it, man. It was right after they were trying to capture that Indiana Jones magic and bring it to TV. They went wow. from all watching that shit. Tropes. They went yeah, from man. all the tropes of that. Every single one, bro. <laughs> like natives with bones in their nose and shit. And all that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Wow. Yeah, sure. <laughs> This was no holds barred TV back then. <laughs> well, but yeah, man, that was one. Once I don't even know if they made like a full season. They may have just had like a fall release, and that was it. It was done. <laughs> you know what I mean? They didn't even come back for the winter. So, yo, who was the test group for that? You like? <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, and this joint right here. What's this? The powers of Matthew Starr. Who? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yo, yo, Jamal, I know what it is, man. Yo, you had cable back then. That's what it was. <laughs> so, okay. So, we didn't have cable, cable, right? Man. You didn't watch, you watch, you watch, you watch, you watch anything. Did you? <laughs> you, had, you, had, you had WAC, didn't you? Yes, yeah. I did. I did have WAC, yep. My pops had that black box you put on top of the TV with the, with the oh. disc. That you yeah. put to the Empire State Building, you were supposed to. Get <laughs> <laughs> so, fam, if it was on TV, we watched it. But this joint was this kid was an alien who had these powers from this other universe, and they were fighting this this uh, empire, and they were losing. So they fled. Him and his handler fled, and the handler was Lou Gossett Jr. <laughs> Not the enemy mine. Lou Gossett Jr. was the one helping him manage his powers. It was also his science teacher. And he was just supposed to be the, the regular American high school kid in California at the time. And that's pretty much what the plot was. And he not was Iron Eagle. Not Iron yeah. Eagle, Lou Gossett. <laughs> Avoiding uh, assassins from the other world. It was cheap, cheesy, and garbage. But, you know, it was Lou Gossett Jr. And Lou Gossett was fresh off that Oscar win two years earlier. <laughs> That's how that makes it worse. That makes it worse. Bro. He was he was just cashing checks, man. Anything for officer and a gentleman and shit, like yo. yo, yo, yo was saying, he said yes to everything. He said, "I don't know when this shit gonna dry up." <laughs> how you go from officer to gentleman to that shit though? That's any that's enemy mine right there. Oh my god, it was a great movie though. Enemy mine was that's a great. Movie. Was a good movie. Still watching them thing, them little neck bubbles pop up. Yeah, sir. <laughs> and you also got to remember this version, Lou Gossett Jr. This is pre-Morgan Freeman. He ain't rise yet, so Lou Gossett was getting <laughs> he was getting all the roles. <laughs> he was getting Before everything. Sam Jackson and shit. <laughs> yeah, pre-Sam Jackson. To this day, if, if Lou Gossett Jr. see Morgan uh, Freeman on the street, it's on sight, bro. Say <laughs> <laughs> so you stole God's work. <laughs> All right, bam. So this is another show called The Phoenix. Another dude who who had who had powers from another universe. Except this dude was out in the desert in in uh, in Arizona, and he was just walking the earth like 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 Bruce Banner and, and David Bisbee and getting to the situations <laughs> where he was helping people. And he had, yeah, he had this necklace. <laughs> What they gave him all his power, and the funny shit is, this joint and Matthew Starr was running at the same time, and oh, both of those no. shows was pulling so bad they did a crossover episode with these two, <laughs> <laughs> and it's they still in the same series. 
<laughs> it didn't help me the series, dog. <laughs> now I will say I'm sure he didn't go to Brooklyn with that chain because he got snapped. He lost all his powers. <laughs> yeah, man. Yo, that is wild. Island and was safe. <laughs> what else? That the is last wild. One. The last one we got uh, here. So this this was my joint. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. So this show was The Master. And it had 106 years old Lee Van Cleef as an aging ninja. Who was yes, a World I, War... yes, I watched yeah, this. He was a World War II veteran <laughs> who stayed in Japan yep. and uh, trained ninjas in Japan and then came back to the United States at this fucking elderly age because he had a daughter that he didn't know he had. But it didn't make no sense because if he was in Japan since World War II, and the daughter was like 30-something, and this was like 1984. So he came out to, 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 to the United States to, to, to uh, find his daughter, and his ninja clan was mad that he was leaving Japan. And so his first student was out to kill him, and his first student was Shokasugi, who could actually do kung fu <laughs> on the series of martial arts. And... Lee Van Cleef was already a hundred, man, and he was training this dude to be a ninja. And this dude got his ass whooped in every fight. <laughs> 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 Lee Van Cleef was nice with the throwing stars in that show, bro. Yeah, man. That's Yo, he was throwing I, Chinese stars, crazy. I tried to watch an episode of that the other day, man. I couldn't. I couldn't get through the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> Time and place, fam. <laughs> no, oh, this is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. If there was any of those, it might have been the master. I remember, but all that other shit, not at all. Especially some with the chain. Like, like I yeah. said, he 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 must have he did he walked to the right parts of the country. <laughs> <laughs> he walked to the right parts of the country where his yeah, shit was man. safe, man. But yeah, this was this was fun. This was fun. Oh my god, bringing back classics like these, like yo. I mean, I don't even know if I want to go back and watch some of these shits. Don't, I, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I might have. Yeah, don't do it. It might be. It might. It might be lunch. <laughs> it might be lunch break material at work. That shit is pure comedy. <laughs> pure <laughs> comedy. Oh my god. World War Two veteran comes to America in the eighties. Like World War Two was what nineteen fucking. It ended in forty five. Forty five. What was he? Twelve. Was he 12 he, in World War II? He was supposed to be a veteran <laughs> who stayed. Yeah, he never came back home after World, after World War II. And it just didn't make no sense. I was like, yo, but who was staying in Japan after we just dropped two bombs there? <laughs> <laughs> who was just your chilling there? Your man yeah. said, I'm cleaning up all this shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> he should have been the most hated man walking around. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, man, so... And he studied with a ninja clan. I was like, all right. I, I, yeah, I was six, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right. It Wait didn't matter at that age, he, right? He was a World War II veteran, and he got adopted by a ninja clan? <laughs> <laughs> and then became the master of the ninja clan. <laughs> yeah, just does that up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The math ain't math, <laughs> my guy. Again, it was Lee Van Cleef, you know, seeing that he was you know, approaching a century, trying to get them last checks. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I remember Lee Van Cleef starring with like Clint Eastwood and like yeah. the good, the bad, well, the, the ugly and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. 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 Escape from New York. He did Escape from New York. Was Escape from New York, Escape from LA. One of those with Kurt Russell. Yeah. yeah. 
He was a legend back then, man. Yeah. See, that, this is me showing my age because I don't remember these people by name. I don't. <laughs> yeah, it's all good, bro. But next week, though, next week, definitely, we'll, we'll do it by. We'll 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 build a list together of five shows and or movies that cannot be made again today. But then we're gonna do characters that can't be done today. Like we mentioned Hughes, the Speedy Gonzalez's, like of course, like the Mexican <laughs> stereotype, the French stereotype, um the uh, Cleavon Little and uh in, in Blazing Saddles, where the white women at? We, we, <laughs> you know, the, big, the big dumb mongos, you know, all that. Yeah, like we're gonna go through that, but this cannonball run, you couldn't do that today either. This is gonna be a lot. The toy, oh, Richard Pryor, oh, yeah, toy. yeah, oh, that like was that. wild, disrespectful. Yeah, we're gonna do shit like that next week. And, as we go back into part two of the Wayback Machine, leading us into J1 Con with all this geeky nerd talk and stuff like that. Hopefully the sports world doesn't go too crazy. Well, yeah, man. JP, it was nice to have you back. You know what to do. Brother, thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, shout outs, man. Shout outs to um, the listeners. Shout outs, of course, to family, Jamal, Big O, TJ, of course, the mayor for making everything happen. And that's it for this week for the shout outs. That's what's up. Yo, JP, pleasure having you back, man. Um, yes, keep coming on. Pleasure chopping up you as always. You know, we're approaching basketball season, so we're going to have to get together for some Nick Sixers stuff, bro. Um, oh, yes. Uh, Big O, always a pleasure, my brother. You know, uh, TJ, same, and the mayor, you know, pleasure going down memory lane with y'all on this wild shit and, and, and going in the bag of just rare stuff. Thank y'all to the listeners and everybody who contributed. Talk to y'all next week. All right, all right. Yeah, shout out to everybody here today. Uh, JP, I'm coming back as a, my Halloween character is going to be this screen right here for you, JP. That's what I'm coming but no, shout out to you, man. It's good hearing your voice, man. Yes, Thanks sir. for coming on the show. Of course. Coming back on. <clears throat> JG, it's good seeing you, brother. Oh, I'm going to call you O. I'm not going to say big no more. <laughs> <laughs> good hearing you, brother. Good talking to you. I'm Dan, it's of cool. course. I love doing shows like this. This is uh, just brings back a lot of memories, good times of, of my childhood, everybody's childhood, and just reminiscing, man. I love doing shit like this. Um, another great show. Thank you, guys. All right, all right, all right. Yo, shout out to everybody on this panel, man. Yo, it was it was fun, man. I like I like episodes like this, man. You know, chopping it up, talking about old old ass shows and shit that uh everyone's pretty much forgot about. Um, yeah, this was fun. You know, what I'm saying, can't wait to do the video game one. Can't wait to do the uh the one next week. You know, talk about talking about other different shit. Um. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, you know, shout out to, to New York, shout out to starting five, you know, Philly. Good seeing y'all, man. Good, good chopping it up with y'all, man. See y'all next week.
Word. And as mm-hmm. always, hit that QR code at the top corner if you're watching or if you're playing it back on the YouTubes. If not, you could simply Google us, bitches. It's easy to find the Starting Five podcast. Make sure you look for us under the black and white logo. We are the real Starting Five. Everybody else is not. But props to them for trying to do what they do. No hate. There's a space for everybody in this podcasting game. But uh, but yeah, man, big ups to all of y'all for sure. This was fun. This is the type of episodes I want to do more of. More fun shit because the yes. sports talk is always the, the, the bottom and the center of what we started this out to be. But I, I, I keep it honest and I keep it real all the time, especially on, on Wax. Mm-hmm. Most motherfuckers ain't listening to sports podcasts unless you were a former athlete or a famous person. And I hate saying that, but guess what? We're still going to do what we do. That's why I love to add elements like this to make sure we have fun, to invite more ears and eyes to this product, to come and enjoy. Like, shout-outs to Brian in the comments, letting them know about the Step Pops and the Hasbro and Conway Liddy. It's a cat from TikTok that been follow- we've been following each other for a minute. My trash boy came through in the comments. You know, yes, big ups for everybody. Big ups to, you know, any... any uh new podcast out there that's listening, fans that is out there that's listening. Hopefully we get more, y'all. Peace to the homie Wyatt, who rocked with us out of Montana. You know what I'm saying? That was a fun episode. Those clips did good. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, man, we're just going to keep it going with more fun like this. And again, for the foreseeable future, because I I love doing fun shit like this that's off normal brand, but it is on brand because it's been a part of our lives. This type of stuff has always been a part of our lives and will continue to be a part of our lives as we continue to get older and older and older. It's just JP gets older than all of us first faster. (laughs) (laughs) So with all that being said, peace, and we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.